The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning and welcome back as we finish out this week together on this Friday morning. Appreciate the privilege to be part of your day and hope you have had a great week and looking forward to a great weekend. If you're local to Bakersfield, uh, we get our first truly hot weekend of the summer. I've been warned about this and uh, so stay cool, uh, maybe stay inside, but uh, just glad you're with us today. Uh, we are continuing through the life of Christ in the book of Matthew. We have been uh, talking about his teaching in the Sermon of the Mount. And so today we're going to continue in that. We're in Matthew chapter 6. We're going to take two episodes to talk about this as he comes into what many Bibles will title this up as the model prayer. Um, we're going to start off kind of with the harder prayer and then we're going to get into kind of the breakdown of some pattern that Jesus says should be part of our prayer. Um, first of all, let me just give you a couple thoughts. You could listen to a million messages on prayer and they'd all be phenomenal and the need of prayer, the power of prayer, the person of prayer, all those things. And so I hope you understand uh, that prayer is powerful. Prayer is something God gave us to be encouraged. Prayer is something God gave us to speak to him. It is, it is life-changing. Um, I hope we understand something. I read this years ago and I really think it's powerful. We get sometimes the wrong idea of prayer. Prayer, sometimes we get this idea that God moves and does what I want him to do, and I can get God to get online with my agenda. Now, I hope you understand. He tells us you have not because you ask not. So there are some times that God has stated asking for things that you don't have, asking for things that you desire, are what he wants us to do. And he says if a, if a, if a human father, an evil father, can give to his children that which is good, how much more his heavenly father to those of us who ask him. So that's what God desires to do. But ultimately, you have to understand that the purpose of prayer is not to move God into my agenda. It is for God to move me into his agenda. I think that's something we need to recognize here, that this is about God getting me in line to where he wants me to be. It's part of the sanctification process. So we go in prayer, asking God to move, willing to be humble enough to recognize that sometimes God's no or God's wait is necessary to get me lined up to God's timing and God's perfect will. Uh, Matthew chapter 6 and verse 5, he says, but when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites. For they love to pray standing in the synagogue on the corner of the street, so they may be seen by men. Surely I say to you, they have their reward. So he talks about this arrogance, and they would. They would stand in the synagogues on the corners and they'd pray out loud or they'd look like they're praying. The simple point is this. If your point of prayer is to be seen by men, let's, for instance, let's say you're in a group. Um, we did this last night at church here. You're in a group and you're asked to pray. Uh, whether there's five of us or 50 or whatever, you're asked to pray. Um, there's things that go into your mind if you're not careful. Uh, what you really need to be looking at, it's my time just to talk to God while other people are listening. But if you're not careful, what you can do is you can come to this perspective of, I need to impress people around me with my ability to pray. And uh, that is not a, that's not the premise at all. We really need just to not be concerned about what other people think. We're not about impressing them with our sincerity, impressing them with our knowledge, impressing this with our Christian vocabulary. We're just to pray. Pray is to be an intimate conversation between us and God, and, and we pray for our needs. We pray to worship Jesus. We pray for the needs of others. Um, that is the premise. We have to have the heart behind it. It's just a simple, intimate conversation between us and God. But then he continues to say, gives us, what do we do then? Verse 6, but to you when you pray, go into your room. And when you have shut the door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. 
So it's, it's again, it goes back to that intimacy, go alone. Uh, we talk about the idea of a war room. The war room talks about the idea of a closet, go into your closet, go into your room. Really, get alone. Get alone so that you're not distracted. So that kind of why, why, why be alone? Why focus your, you know, why get away from all the other things? Well, distractions. Uh, if you're going to sit and spend some time worshiping and praising and praying to Jesus, you know, sometimes the phone's a distraction. Other things are a distraction. Uh, you can focus. The other thing is if you are convinced that someone else might hear what you're going to say, you may be a little less honest in, in confession. You may be a little less serious about who you're praying for. So it's important uh, to just, just get alone and allow yourself the, innocent, the the intimacy of the moment. Allow yourself to be alone. Allow yourself just to cry out to God in your heart, to cry out to God for the hearts of other people that you love and you're praying for intercessorily, to cry out in confession. It's important to understand that one of the greatest needs in prayer is just that quiet time, that intimacy, so that there can be an honesty, there can be a transparency between you and God. Now, I've been asked the question years ago, uh, excuse me, should I pray out loud? Should I pray quietly? Now, I've even heard this argument. Um, I don't, some people say they don't pray out loud because the devil can't hear my thoughts, but he can hear my words. And so if I pray out loud, he'll hear me, he'll know my battles and give me more to attack. And while it is true that the devil cannot hear my thoughts and he can hear my prayer, I hope you understand that as we come into this in beautiful communion of God and prayer, God is so much more powerful than Satan. So don't be concerned with that. To me, in many occasions, I pray out loud just because I'm very easily distracted. My mind wanders. And so for me, I like, I like to walk when I pray sometimes. I like to go to a place where no one's at and just walk and talk to God because it, it and honestly keeps me focused instead of easily distracted. You're going to be different. That's fine as long as you understand the premise of what's being said here that you can just in that private place. Then he says, when Jesus sees you in that secret place, he rewards you openly. He's going to answer your prayer. He's going to, and not just reward, he's going to answer your prayer. He's going to give yes to these. He's going to bless you. He's going to give you the results of that communion. And that's really what it is. Can I tell you sometimes that what we need in prayer is just to sit down and just be honest with God. You, you look at a scenario where you're hurting and you just need to be honest with God and say, Lord, this really hurts. This is unfair. It doesn't make sense to me. Um, over the last few months, I've known people who are friends of mine or uh, people that I uh, know, people, friends of mine who have lost loved ones in, a, in, in scenarios that don't make sense. They weren't sick or anything. It just was tragic. And I'd be honest, I, I get in prayer and I, I struggle because it doesn't make sense. And I, and I battle that. And that's okay. And there are going to be things like that in your life, in, in, in struggles, and in, in insight. And if we're not willing to go to God and be honest about that, you see, a lot of times, well, I'm afraid to tell God what's really going on. I'm afraid to be honest. Can you? Can I remind you that God already knows what's going on? He knows your heart. He knows your thoughts. He knows the concerns, the things that are holding you down, the things that weight you, the, the guilt that you're unable to give up. He knows all of this. When we hold out, we're not holding out. And we're not hiding anything from God. We're holding out on freedom. We're holding on forgiveness, which really has already been given. We need to accept that we're holding out on freedom. We're holding on in his grace to help us through that process. And so just go to God honestly. Go to God innocently. Go to God transparently. That's where you find your help. That's where you find your strength. And just be honest about what's really going on so that you, through that conversation, can get clear direction where you need to go. Then he says, actually, we're going to jump into this next mode tomorrow, verse 7, because 7 and 8 roll into what we often call the model prayer, the Lord's Prayer, and we'll get into that a little later. Can I encourage you that one of the things that I think is important, I hear people talk about this a lot, the need for prayer, and they, you know, they may try to guilt people into praying. Um, guilting people into prayer doesn't solve the problem. Well, let me tell you, prayer is powerful, prayer is personal. 
Um, prayer will change your life. I don't go to God because I feel like if I, you know, that I'm in massive trouble if I don't. I go to God because I need him. And I hope you understand that, that, that I need him. And you don't have to go to God and try to make up for years of what you didn't do right a prayer. Just go to God. Uh, don't make this more complicated than God intended it to be. He loves you. He cares for you. He's forgiven you. And he wants to be your guide and strength through this. And prayer is the way we do that and allow him to do that. And, uh, and just go to him and just be honest and see how he will open your eyes and be that encouragement to you. Thanks for joining us today. It's Friday as we finish this week off together. I greatly appreciate the privilege to be part of your day and hope it's an encouragement. Stick with us as we continue through the book of Matthew and learn more about Jesus. I love to study the life of Christ and I hope that not only his teaching but his life and miracles as we move forward will be an encouragement to you. Thanks for joining us. We look forward to seeing you again on Monday.